Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where James has forgotten how to do his part of the intro. And we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 207. Baby! I truly no idea what I used to say and how I used to say it. It is gone forever. I will not listen back to old episodes to relearn it. It scares me every time now. I I feel like this is one of your favorite foods you ate and got food poisoning from, and now you can never go back to it without remembering it. It, it that. does feel like that. It no, it feels like if I don't I haven't experienced this yet, but it feels like being in the in your childhood home that a new family lives in that it's like familiar yet foreign at the same time every time i have to say that intro i'm like what is wrong about this right now i'm doing something <laughs> that i've done a million times that you've done hundreds of times <laughs> how are you buddy well i'm doing pretty well i'm in colorado right now ah oh, the sunshine state that's right day. the city of brotherly states yes we love it I'm hanging out in my friend's basement. It's finished. I'm working remotely for a week. It's lovely. Very nice. It's a yeah. good time. Oh, yeah. Um, anything new with you? Anything big, exciting? How do we do this podcast? Um, truly no idea. Um, right. I'm good. I'm getting over a cold. Got back from vacation. We'll discuss it all. Um, should we bring You want to in introduce our... our guest? I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, speaking of living in basements, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Strix. I'm a little gremlin who's finally about to emerge. Hey, buddy. If I lived in the basement, that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it so often and, and so loud. Hi, boys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. What do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, sometimes we talk about food, sometimes we talk about other things. Uh, it really is, uh, you know, the art of podcasting really can go in so many directions. Yeah, yes, and, a, yeah. and the energy's electric already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we both, everyone really coming in hot right now. Chem- chemistry's off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> We're very good at this. Um, we are. Boys, yes. uh, James, tell us, tell us of your vacation. Did you eat anything exciting? I had a lot of uh, exciting meals. It was wonderful. I'm probably going to forget some of them. Um, I went to uh, my wife and I flew to Las Vegas, which I'd never been Nevada? to before. Nevada, the the very one. Um, and then we drove from Las Vegas to Zion National Park, which was amazing. I got to go hiking. Uh, we saw some incredible views. I and James, when it, people say that they're Zionists, they're referring to the national park. Yes, it means okay. they they are in favor of going to the national park in Southwest Utah. There is no other meaning for it. That is all they're talking about. That's uh, in my mind, I'm like, am I going to try to make some kind of a Jew joke? And as I'm thinking this, Joe just wipes right in and says it. <laughs> well, that's because in my mind, I'm going to Carolina. James, back to you. <laughs> um. Trip was great. Uh, got a cold on the third day. You love it. <laughs> you love that when Mooch. that happens. Um, still getting over that cold. You can hear it. I'll probably be sniffling. Might sneeze here in a little bit. Um, had a cold going back to Las Vegas, and then we hung out in Vegas for three days. Had a cold the whole time, but it didn't affect too much. We were pretty chill. Just hung by the pool. Um, I had uh, one of the best burritos I've ever had at a uh, Southwest uh, Mexican spot in Springdale, Utah, which is where Zion is. 
We had a super expensive, delicious steakhouse uh, meal, um, which was awesome. I had a $85 ribeye that was one of the best steaks. I think it was the best steak I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. Um, we had – what do we have for the – the meal – the place was so good, but I also get very uncomfortable at places that are that attentive to you. Yeah. Like, they're so good at, like, the waiters were so good at their job that it made me uncomfortable. I kind of just wanted to be like, just can you, can you leave me alone for like, for like five minutes? Because right. I don't, you, like, you're, you're so good at your job that I am off put by it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, right. I get that a lot. Yeah. I went like, on, a, I went on a hike yesterday, and every time people pass you on the trail, they say, hi, good morning, things like that. And I looked at my friends, and I was like, what are we doing wrong? What happened? And they're like, no, 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 they're, they're just being friendly. Johnny, can I say I was the good morning guy on my hike? I was so happy to be out hiking. I was saying good morning to everybody and people who weren't saying I was I was trying to make I was having a kind of a game of it as we were walking. We were passing a bunch of people and I was doing the same thing. It was like I was trying to make eye contact first and I was like, if you don't fucking say good morning to me, I'm gonna say it right as you pass me, you bitch. You bitch. And then if somebody didn't say it, like as they were going about it, I'd be like, Good morning, and then and then I'd be you say so it again. Fine. Good morning. I said good morning. Uh, I'm imagining you, James, as a hiker, uh going full, maybe like snow white with it. You're in a dress, you're kind of flowing through from, from branch to branch, uh singing yeah. to the birds in the trees and, and daring anyone to call you on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it, is that what it was like? Is that what you're yeah, doing? That James? Is, that's what hiking is. What do you guys do when you hike? That's not what hiking is. I thought that's what hiking was. No, that's hiking. Ba- you got it. You, yeah, you take your shoes off. You go barefoot, obviously. Sure. Um, and you you frolic more. You, yeah. Hiking, you, hiking is is just the formal word for frolicking. What is a tarantula but a, an animated bird that hasn't yet been sung to? You know. <laughs> Correct. And a rattlesnake. That's just a future friend. You know. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Rattlesnakes. The rattles are actually. Uh, people don't know this it's like a way to say hello so when they're doing that they're saying hello good morning to you it's just music that's what it is it's just nature's (laughs) music um (laughs) um i don't know where i oh i was talking about food wasn't i um (laughs) it is a food podcast almost always almost (laughs) kind of i mean you could you could debate that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. easily Um, yeah on on said hike, I rediscovered my love for peanut butter and jellies. That was great. I had Uncrustables for the first time. Um, and I was like, oh, these are the greatest ever? things I've ever eaten in my entire life. I never had Uncrustables before. These are the greatest things. And now I've had – since then, that was a week ago, I've had probably 12 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Um, All Uncrustables or, or – No, no, or no. Just cr- the, okay. j- no, yeah. I just bought bread. And you can – you know, hot tip out there for all you people. You can just – Make the peanut butter and jellies yourself. You'll save Make yourself real easy. A, a big fortune. Big, big a lot fortune. of money and calories because Uncrustables are decidedly insane. Yeah, yes, but have, J- James, did you toast any of the Uncrustables? No, because I like it cold. That was my <laughs> favorite part of the Uncrustables is that they were very cold because they come frozen. You eat them as soon as they're unfrozen. <laughs> Delicious. Johnny, you remember the movie Some Like It Hot. Well, James wrote a separate movie called I Like It Cold, and it's yeah, just yeah. about sandwiches. I, we don't connect. I, I would have a problem with uh, hot Uncrustables because that that leads to hot jelly, and I I don't think I'm a fan of hot jelly. Well, well how I do think you, you should try then? it. I think you should try it toasted once because yeah, it is a unique experience. But the hot 
I can't. I'm 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 struggling with the hot because I listen. I've put I put peanut butter on toasted bagels all the time. Hot peanut butter, delicious. Putting putting jelly on hot peanut butter and hot toast, also wonderful. But the jelly itself being hot. But you've had a heated pop tart. But that's not jelly. That's like a chemically yeah. made. I mean, so is the jelly in these yeah. things. But like, ah. I think I think this does this wouldn't hold up in a court of law. You've had you've had hot but it's pies. All, yeah, but like a pop tart doesn't have like a thick piece of jelly. You know, like a hunk oh, of jelly. You got, you got to get the pop tart double stuffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do I do wish that they would have come back like just show the other side of the fence here you want we we made you the uncrustable here's the crustable like <laughs> show, that's what, show us that's what croutons are Joe. show us what you've <laughs> taken from us <laughs> i like the fact that you hadn't so you had an uncrustable now you've had a ton of i feel like this is a very similar thing to happen with you in danishes like a month yes. ago which is I, you've never had I a thing at, and then I you go at, crazy well no i again i only had two uncrustables i just had started making pe- they reignited my love for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm-hmm. and then i did but yes i do i go very hot and cold i have with food i have an addictive personality and i will just eat things until i'm still listen i'm still in my danish exploration okay <laughs> but what that the problem is the danish exploration has broken containment and now i just love i'm in a big just pastry thing and i i got coffee cakes yesterday i've had mini donuts i'm all over the map james you gotta be careful you gotta be careful with danish exploration because last time that happened we wound up with greenland so you gotta be careful (laughs) i think danish is just a a gateway drug yeah that was great (laughs) danish is a gateway drug to all other uh sweets and cakes um uh on that note really quick um i was very worried joe because I have been eating like a monster since ordering my suit for your wedding. And I was like, oh, no, my suit's not going to fit. It came in the mail. I put it on. It fits perfectly. Now I can eat like a piece of I don't care. I'm like, all right, it fits. Oh. I got two weeks left. I'll be fat. Who cares? The suit fits. That's all that matters. I don't care if I, I feel look like fat. you could. I feel like there's still enough time for you to not fit in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's the attitude. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna show up in a suit covered with peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it's less. It's less so that I'm gonna eat worse than I have been. It's just that I'm gonna keep eating as bad as right, I have been. It's a maintenance. Been. If I, yeah. yeah, yeah. If I just maintain this level, I'm not gonna explode my suit. Yeah, that won't compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. definitely not. That's James, not what color suit did you get? <laughs> Red, as Joe asked. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh it was no. cool. What did I say? What did I tell you guys? In oh, all the wedding crap. material, my my favorite part of the documentation was where it said, "Groomsmen, get whatever color suit you want." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That right. was yeah. First page. The, the first more you, bullet. the more you look like a cross between the kings of comedy and the 2003 NBA draft class, the better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Joe, just because I'm a good groomsman, I know you might not like red, so I also ordered the suit from the mask, just in case, <laughs> and I can wear that. Yeah, that would be great. Um, right. Cuz then cuz then for cuz then for your groomsman speech you can stand up on a table and go somebody suck me. Yes, and that'll be exactly. fun for all of us. Yes. My suit has question marks all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine has dollar signs like that guy, remember the guy who wore the dollar sign suit? <laughs> he's, he's, he sold a book on how to make money. Remember that yep. guy? <laughs> yeah, was was that book just basically like how to rip off the government or something like that? Was he like Yeah, yeah, yeah well no, the book said step 
Step one, get a suit. Step two, get some patches. That guy was Matthew Lesko. And the first article when you look up guy in a dollar sign suit is who is that man and why is he wearing that suit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very good. While I'm looking at more on Matthew Lesko, Johnny, what have you eaten? Oh, nothing. Um, (laughs) Next. (laughs) uh, I mean, nothing nothing to write home about, I don't think. Have I been doing anything fun food-wise? Uh, ooh, uh, I went to I went back to uh, Lama Inn, which if you haven't watched Padma Lakshmi's Taste the Nation, she goes there in the episode on Peru. Uh, it's very good. I had a you great ceviche. You went to Peru? No, I went to a restaurant. It's a Peruvian restaurant. Last uh, week, it was very watch, very good. I would watch Padma Lakshmi do almost anything. Well, you should. It's a great show. Uh, she tastes the nation. The nation being this food, because America is made up of all kinds of folks. They do call it the. So she uh, just goes around licking people. They it's do a call it of show. <laughs> they they do uh, the, call it this, the mixing plate. <laughs> this restaurant's in Williamsburg. They have fantastic ceviche. They have a llama soltado, which is a very uh, delicious dish consisting of French fries and steak that you put in a little taco with rice. Uh, it's incredible. Really, really Ooh. delicious. Ooh, yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, uh, highly recommend. And then I'm in Colorado now, and I'm eating uh, uh, only uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Thank you for making the joke so that we didn't have to. That's right. <laughs> I Joey, go? how about you? Yeah, you go now. <laughs> um, well, Amanda and I had Lucali. Ooh, actually, no. No, 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 no. We're going back a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, I also I went to J.G. Mellon last week, which have you been? Uh, 877 Cash Now? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of what? Eight seven seven cash ca- now. Did you, yeah, did you get your cash now? I heard you have und- <laughs> a you long-term went to, payments. You went to JG Wentworth. I didn't know. I thought they were just a. I thought they were just a, a phone number. I didn't know they had a physical location, but that should make getting your cash now much easier if you can just go there. Yeah. Until you said Wentworth, I didn't understand the joke, and now Wentworth I do. Will not count, Johnny. That's for us. Keep going. J.G. Mellon is on lots of people's list of the best burger in New York City. This is the second time I had went. I had heard Worth. inconsistency Worth. is what their problem is. Uh, I'm going to keep talking, and I'm going to ignore you <laughs> because I hate you. Uh, the first time I had it, I thought it belonged on that in that conversation. This time, I think it doesn't belong in that conversation even a little bit. So it's very wow. interesting that I think inconsistency is their problem. You had a bad burger. It was okay. It was still good, but it wasn't... In my top what, uh, twenty burgers, I've what ever was had. what was lacking this time? It looks way too aggressive with the red onion. Uh, Joe is doing that fun thing that he likes to do, which is assume everyone can see the same thing he does. You uh, guys are looking at my screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, it is a ball of meat that doesn't fit the bun. Uh, like, wait, wait, so wait I think too what, small, too small for the bun. Yeah, the meat is too Look small for the bun. That sucks. I hate that. Look at this. So oh, the one awful. I had last time. So what Joe is showing on the screen is a photo of the burger at JG Mellon. The yes, it's a little bit of a puck and it looks like a ball. Last time I had it, it was more patty-like and it fit the burger better. So yeah, if you're looking at photos on the internet of burgers yeah. from JG Mellon, some of them look fantastic, some of them do not look as fantastic, and I got a not as fantastic one. Um, but I'd also just quickly quality, like to report if you if you Google JG Wentworth um, burger, <laughs> JG JG Mellon also comes up. Just just yeah, yeah. So you know. And if you Google beating a dead horse, a photograph of James <laughs> in this very moment. 
yeah, the meat quality is incredible, and like the bun is like just a standard like get out of the way, don't you know, don't do anything special bun. So yeah. I I see why if you have the best version of it, it's very good. But I had a disappointing. I do experience. think the fry like I only recently had them again. These kind of fries, the like chip fries. They stopped doing those. Oh well, that's unfortunate. I know that across the pond they call them uni, but uh, these kind of chip crisp fries are delicious. Mm-hmm. CCFs. It's the surface area. <laughs> All right, Joey. Now you can go again. I, I just wanted to to bring my my burger woes up. Well, I didn't eat at any sort of like financial institution, but I did eat. <laughs> At uh, Lucali. Ever oh, heard I of did want to say I did have. <laughs> I had. I also had an Italian meal. I just had a dish. It was like uh, crab meat and shrimp and like a white wine sauce. It was delicious. Okay, Joe, go. Sorry, Joe. You went to Lucali finally. You like yeah, it? I went to Lucali. It was not worth the seven-hour wait. But yeah, it's not active wait time. It was for us for a minute because we what got we got what we were told was the last two top of the night at ten o'clock. Well, here's the thing. We didn't eat until 11. So we were waiting for a good hour. Uh, mm. In addition to the Amanda having waited in line and then gotten the res. And then we, like, recouped and, you know, went drinking other places and had earlier meals. Uh, and then, yeah, didn't eat until 11 o'clock. Uh, so, that is wait, a so you got there at 10 and they were they didn't seat you until 11? Correct. Yikes. I think yeah, that's a bummer. M- might not have helped with the uh, sciatica that I'm dealing with. <laughs> Standing around and shifting weight between feet for an hour didn't help. Um, but ultimately, in getting in, A, I don't know, is he the guy always there? Because he was there when we were there. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure he's not always there. All right, well, he was there for us, and he asked me what the score of the Yankee game was, which at the time was good. And then in the time that it took me to go to the bathroom uh, and, and emerge, it became bad because uh, they wound up losing that game. But uh, the food, f- truly fantastic. It's a great piece of pizza. Uh, we got the um, calzone as well. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's really good. The crispy pepperoni. It just, it was, it was, we, we were like pissed while eating. We were like, Fucking, we're really expecting to like sit down and be like, wasn't worth it. Defar is better, and I do still think Defar is a better slice. But Lucali had had we had the meal three hours earlier, would have easily lived up to the hype. Um, good to hear. And it made for good uh, leftovers today as well. Um, nice. I'm sure there's other stuff in there that I'm forgetting about, but main thing is I'm gonna go eat wedding food and like. Less than two weeks. No, two weeks. But anyway, what do you wait? Wait, wait, what? In two weeks? In in two weeks is is my wedding. You guys are gonna be there. Not two weeks from today. Two and a half weeks. Excuse me. Two and a half weeks for when someone else listens. Closer to three weeks. Closer to three weeks than two weeks, Joe. Can't be doing that. Can't be throwing that shit out there. Enough time for James to be too fat for his stupid suit. Correct. (laughs) Bitch. 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 (laughs) <laughs> well, whatever, John. I'll be fat if you actually cook me the steak. But apparently, you flew to Denver so you didn't have to cook me any food. All right. As anyway. as as the listener knows, for a long time, Jay, I have uh, been conned into cooking James a sous vide steak to prove to him that it is a good cooking method. I will be back a week from. I'll be back on Sunday, and then I have an entire week to cook you a steak. So relax. I'm gonna cook you a steak. I don't know. 
Well, no, it seems like you're going to discover another western state to go live in a basement. For the, <laughs> for, for the I just week. get I just get furious for the whole week. I'm like, I'll show him. I'll cook him a steak. He won't well, know what hit him. This is what I've been trying to do for years is to just trick you him. into cooking me steak. What was the <laughs> other thing that I was supposed to make you too? Was it banana pudding? Yes. Uh, yeah. Sounds that sounds right. <laughs> uh, really, Johnny, I just want you to make me something for fucking once. Uh, I'll show. I'll show them. I'll, I'll cook them. I'll go. To, I'll do lots of effort. I'll show them. Do you know how many times I, my wife, has made you things when you came over here? <laughs> uh, uh, I think what I'll do is I'll get one big steak, and then cook it as like one big unit as sous vide, and then brown it all up, and then I'll cut it into pieces for us. Oh, big unit, a Randy Johnson steak. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that NFL film photographer, right? <laughs> what kind of what kind of steak you thinking, Johnny? I don't know. Probably uh, whatever's big. So, like, perhaps a ribeye? Or, like, a skirt, flank, chuck. Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Although a chuck steak, if you, if you uh, like, do really low and slow for a long time, becomes fantastic. But we'll see. I'll see what looks good. While, while I, I got it. you here, do you love guys want to hear some of the books that the, the weird suit guy has, has conned people into getting? I'll let you tell your top three favorite. All right. My top three favorites. Free money and help for women entrepreneurs. Free stuff for women's health, fitness, and nutrition. And, oh, damn, trying to figure out the best one. Free stuff for busy moms. <laughs> so thank you for only keying in on uh, his writing. Yeah, this man, this man loves the ladies. He loves yeah, the ladies no, making no, no. money. No, no, no. There are others LL Cool Suit focused. Guys. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they, they had a big... Like bidding more over the rights to the name, right? Yeah. LL Cool J came in and said, Do you mind if I? He goes, Now. Yeah. And then LL Bean showed up and they were like, well, We're yeah. throwing our hat in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow. What now? Uh, should we uh, should we talk about uh, binging with Babish? It's this uh, YouTube cooking show that we talk about. Yeah, where he makes the film from food and sure. filling fishing. Uh, he makes. The the <laughs> brood witch from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Have we seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Uh, I've no. been I've been in the water. I've been a teen, and I've been hungry, and I have been forceful, but I have never combined all four at once. James, uh, no, I've never. I've seen clips of it. Um, I, weirdly, mostly through Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt is a big <laughs> fan of this show. Uh, Wait, the ESPN the talking, guy. This is the one with the talking meatball, right? That's what yeah, this is. Meatwad. Yeah, uh, I know a little bit of Meatwad, and most of the references I have seen are, again, through through Scott Van Pelt, and that is the extent of my knowledge of this show. Scott Van Pelt, the ESPN analyst, not a friend of Scott Van Pelt. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In college, uh, the Sports Center anchors, the main ones at the time were uh, Neil, Neil Everett and Scott Van Pelt. And I had a friend named Neil Van Pelt in college, and he, we thought he was a combination of the two. That would have been great. That's very fun. That's an old time booth, by the way. Uh, Neil and Scott, that's a great mm-hmm. yeah. Right. He was an uh, all-time friend. He was good at disc golf, and he was a fun time. <laughs> you see, you speak of him in the past tense. Is he no longer with us? No, no, no. He's alive. I just haven't talked to him in a long time. Okay. Uh, Neil, if you're listening, uh, don't contact us. You, for fuck's sake, we don't give a shit. <laughs> I think there's uh, truly a 0% chance he's listening. <laughs> well, Neil, just in case you ever hear this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So what he makes is a sandwich with, it's supposed to have how many meats? Like hundreds? 
666. Oh, right, because it's To represent from hell. the devil's number. Right. Uh, but instead, what Babish does this episode is he cures and makes his own five different types of lunch meats. Uh, I thought this was a lovely episode. This was a huge effort episode. Like, this must have taken him forever. Big time. Yeah, tons of stuff. And I, I realized, as much as I hate him making dough, I could watch him salt and cure meats for hours on end. Yeah. The 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 opposite of dough for James is uh, curing meats, apparently. Yeah. And it's like, what are they sick with? But anyway, the point is, I think it's uh, it was very fun to watch. Uh, it, I'd never seen this much like weird pink curing salt used. That was fun. Uh, yeah, let's go through it. The first meat he makes is ham. But it's interestingly, he made it with a pork shoulder. He didn't make it with a leg, which is what not like, a ham. you think of as a ham. And that yeah. would be a fun game show. It's called uh, Ham or No Ham. Uh, and it's just a bunch of boxes. It's the same basic principle as Deal or No Deal, but it's hosted by uh, Howie Spamdale. You just Back have a bunch you. of hams within a uh, yeah. suitcase. You, you can just tell based on the smell. You can tell. You can, <laughs> well, was it Thirty Rock where they did like Deal or No Deal, and one of the cases was filled with like bricks of gold, and you could tell which one it is by how hard she's struggling <laughs> yeah, to hold it up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I do wonder why he didn't he didn't use a ham and he didn't even reference he like he just said pork shoulder and now this is ham. I'm like I feel like he knows better than that. <laughs> yeah, it did it did seem like an oversight from a but like it also was probably like it saved him from having a 7 pound piece of meat down to like it didn't look that that pork shoulder he got didn't look very big and it just seemed more manageable for what yeah. he was trying to do. But also he had a, like a giant fucking brisket and an entire yeah, so I don't know. It was a weird. It seemed like a weird oversight. I don't yeah. know. I'm looking it up. Uh, a picnic ham can be pork shoulder. Oh, a picnic ham is a pork shoulder. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Oh no, what's the difference between a picnic ham and a pork shoulder? Oh, picnic ham is a cured smoked leg of meat. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. wrong. I'm reading in real time. Well, other I mean, it still looked good. Like the 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 flavor profile would probably be identical to ham because of the way he cured it and whatnot. But sure. yeah, I'm sure it was great. Um, yeah, that looked really tasty. And then he made uh, corned beef. Pastrami. Uh, Meat number two was pastrami. Oh, when did you? Was corned beef after that? He made no. He made corned beef into pastrami. Sure. Right. Sorry. So pastrami is just smoked smoked corned beef. beef. So he he corned a beef. Or the French <laughs> fool, <laughs> Joe, you fool. The French crowned <laughs> beef. Yeah, so the pastrami like took multiple steps. He makes corned beef, and then he smokes it, and then pastrami. It looks great. It looks delicious. It Sorry. did look awesome. I saw, I, saw the wheels, <laughs> looks... I saw the wheels turning for James on the crowned beef rip. <laughs> no, Johnny's Johnny's rightfully just muscling past us on on these on these attempted. No, sorry. Bits. I was reading about I was reading about pastrami. The <laughs> fact that I the fact that I was missing what I'm assuming was a bad bit is just it was, uh, icing it on the was cake. maybe the wor- maybe the worst bit I've ever heard in my entire life. And you rightfully <laughs> you rightfully elbowed Joe in the head and then stiff armed me to yeah. the ground and then got us <laughs> both in arm bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the third meat, which he spent the bulk of the episode on, was mortadella. Uh, I would say, would you agree that, that that was the bulk of the episode was making mortadella? Yeah. That was definitely the yeah. longest meat. And the longest and weirdest meat. <laughs> oh, the strangest. I had no idea that that's what mortadella actually was. So yeah, mortadella, was so, so he takes pork belly, uh, grinds it, and then puts chunks of fattier pork belly and pistachios in it, 
uh, turns it into a log, sous vides it. It's like a whole a whole thing to make mortadella. Yeah. How much was... money would it take for you? Someone says to you, "Hey, you have you have uh, let's say seventy two hours. I need you at the end of seventy two hours to make me mortadella. I'll give you X amount of dollars. What would that dollar amount be that you would drop everything and actually do that? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think we're in the right brawl. Like, it would be so much money for yeah, me. I mean, yeah, to go is through my this. equipment being provided me or? Um, what equipment do you need? Okay, so you need to you get need like a grinder. You need a sous vide. You need you need freezer space for everything. Yeah, yeah it no, would be probably no. like three to five thousand dollars out the door. Yeah. To get started. In equipment. Yeah. All right, you're pro- you're provided nothing, so you need to include that in your cost. Okay, so I'm bumping that up to fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I like that you do it for twenty, and you're like, oh, the equipment probably thirty k. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's, here's what I know about my overhead: is a, I don't understand it, and b, it's definitely thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it would be something fun to do, but at the same time, I don't enjoy mortadella, so. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm also, never. I'm never eating. I'm not meat. like. So good. I don't know. Ten grand is still ten grand. I probably do it for ten grand. I probably <laughs> do it for less. If someone's like, "Hey, over this weekend, you can make three grand making a mortadella," I'd be like, "All right, cool." Yeah. If whatever I'm netting is gonna help me pay yeah. out a couple bills, that's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right, this so we're going. Fantasy, we're going down. This making fantasy mortadello. <laughs> The, the peak that can be achieved is like paying off my Amex. <laughs> that's like. Can you imagine a more luxurious like, future than paying off your credit card? I mean, it's honestly, it sounds making more Nadella sounds more interesting than my day to day job. So I'm like, all right, cool. This will break up. A thousand percent. Yeah, this will. Yeah, but you have to you have to take time off. You, you have to take time off of your day. You have to like take some vacation time. Yeah, you have to you have to have the Oh, I got to take know. vacation days now. I can't do it over the weekend. Jesus. All right. Oh no, you could. No, sorry. You have 72 <laughs> hours. So you have to take one day. You have to take Friday or Monday. I honestly I say you take Monday. <laughs> uh, and then you yeah, also have to, Monday. You have to have that, you know, inner, inner conversation about do pistachios belong in lunch meat and they don't. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a, an, an interesting. The cross section of mortadella looks wild when you just have things in it. It's delicious, though. I think it's doesn't it like, sometimes have olives in it too. You can have an olive loaf. Uh, yeah. Wait, what's isn't that mortadella? Uh, I think it's olive loaf. It's pimento loaf. Pimento loaf is uh, yeah. It's traditionally flavored with black pepper, but modern versions has, can also contain says, pistachios or rarely can, myrtle berries. You can add, it says you can add olives to mortadella. I'm sure you can. I don't want that, though. I'm not going to put up any roadblocks, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then the, the fourth meat, he, fourth and fifth meats, way quicker. He just makes turkey and he makes roast beef. Time out. I'm so sorry. I am now digging a little too deeply into mortadella's Wikipedia page. It's a brief section on the history. Traditionally, the pork filling was ground to a paste using a large mortar and pestle. Mortadella originated in Bologna, Bologna. So mortadella comes from Bologna. Uh, and first found mention of the document uh, in a document of the official body of meat preservers in Bologna dated 1376. So this stuff is nigh on what? 700 years, years old? Of, yeah. Uh, Almost No, 900. You said 13 something? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, sorry. Seven. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but the point is, 
like people were doing this crazy shit to me before i mean before we had fully cured the bubonic plague that's bananas yeah we're uh the meat arts were advanced far before the scientific arts were <laughs> right mortadella was was uh uh, essentially a morning after pill is what, how it was looked at. <laughs> it is fun, too, that it is like, oh, bologna is just uh, our bastardized version of mortadella. <laughs> When's wow. the last time you had bologna? Well, I, I hate bologna, dude. Yeah. I, ever I since can't I found even out remember that mine had a first I couldn't really eat it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. O-S-C-A-R was the first name. All right, so turkey and then roast beef are the last meats. Uh, nothing really special about these. These were just, you know seasoned and baked in the oven and then he got a slicer and then he sliced all these meats super super thin oh wait but before that he makes devil bread yes uh, that bread looked wild it's an insane i was thing to i do. was shocked by even how red it was and like he when he cut it bread, open the reddest bread i've ever seen it felt like a yeah. product of that time when remember when ketchup was like green and purple for a minute when yeah, they did that that was a fun time uh, it yeah. felt very much like a 90s, like, hey, bread is extreme and red now, you know? Yeah. Bizarre. And he made J. Kenji Lopez Alt mayonnaise, which contains no actual <laughs> semen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, I had a chicken sandwich last week, and it had mayo on it, and I didn't uh, hate it. So I think that my... Oh! Uh, what? Check it and see. Uh, oh, I haven't heard the song in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, we drop it. <laughs> it. I mean, it was like it was fooled, and it was a mayo that had like stuff in it, so it wasn't like completely like mayo mayo. It wasn't like out of a. It wasn't out of a you know craft whatever jar, but it was still closer than I'd want it to be to be like I didn't mind this. So interesting growth. And, and how whatnot. far into it did you get before you realized that mayonnaise was in it? And at that point, how long did you debate before continuing to eat? Um, I knew before I took a bite. It was just that, like, I didn't feel like making a stink. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm sure it'll be fine. And it was yeah. fine. Yeah, most personal growth comes from just sheer laziness of, of yeah. not, not confronting yeah. the thing that you hate. Just be yeah. like, uh, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah. And not wanting to, like, make a guy's job harder than it has to be who was just trying to, like, get through his shift. Yeah. What you could have done, in theory, was sort of make a big scene about scraping it off yourself while also loudly proclaiming that you're trying not to make anyone's job more difficult. <laughs> just like really like letting it being real martyrish about it. And just I'll do it myself. It's I asked for it on the side, but I'll get rid of it. Scrape, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's important to frame yourself as the hero. Yeah. Always. You know, if you live long enough, you either do that or you become a different quote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he assembles the sandwich, makes it look like a little devil. The thing about it, and James, you called this out, is that it's too many different types of meats on a sandwich. Yes, this is. I've. It I doesn't have. A, it doesn't have a voice. It doesn't have an artistic <laughs> vision. I've said this about. I. I have to have said this on the, the podcast before. It's the same. He and he mentions Italian combos. I hate Italian combos and these like, or you go to these delis and they'll have like, oh, it's the Godfather or sure. something like that. And it's just a bunch of different fucking Italian meats stacked on top of each other. And they all together taste like bologna. That's what they taste like. Right. You don't need you don't need any more than two meats on a deli sandwich for it to be perfect. That's it. You need two meats to play off of each other. Otherwise, they all just end up tasting like 
baloney. They just collapse into right. each other. You're creating yeah. a supergroup that is all like that is all lead singers essentially. Yeah, it's the, all competing voices that yeah. that are worse than the sum of their parts. Like it's just is it's it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. But yeah, doing I, like I, turkey and roast beef or ham and and salami or like prosciutto and turkey or, or something like that. Getting those combinations is where you start getting like, oh, okay, and then you're getting the different flavors. Peanut butter and jelly, sort of you sure. know, let them all mingle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I I think that there are probably some – I'm trying to think of Italian sandwiches I've had where it is three meats. And I think you can go up to three if there are three very specific ones. But I think two is generally a good – I most I, I 90% agree with you. Yeah. I, um, especially if one of the three meats is turkey. Like I feel like turkey always offers a good – like. It, turkey's the bass player in that situation where it's like, all right, you're here. This thing doesn't really work without you, but you're you're offering a platform for the salami and or prosciutto to shine. Let's say. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah I feel like if it's like if it's meats that are in the same family, like a salami, a prosciutto, and like a capicola or something, like those right. three together, I think kind of if it's, it's all overkill. Yeah. yeah. You don't need eh, chorizo yeah, and saucisson. You know. Saucisson. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I think we're... But yeah, I mean, overall, it looks good. looks delicious. I would happily eat it. I would say thank you so much, dear sweet Babish. Uh, <laughs> and, then I would, and then I would punch him because he did a stupid bit at the end. Uh, yep, and then Correct. you would give him a little kiss to make it all better. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he, he does a little bit of his little fun editing thing where he like disappears and pretends that he went to hell and comes back. And we're like, yeah, yeah, all right, we're past this. Yeah, we already all live in hell. The bit doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, I'd say... Um, a, a longer episode, but still containing a lot of the quintessential elements. It, they're not having been a physical example, I think, in the show. Meant that there was not like a bad version into the good version, which is, you know, it's missing that. But the rest of it was great. Yeah. I thought yeah, it, no, I it, really... it just looked, yeah, it was a cool execution of the weird thing from the show. Yep. Enjoyed it very much. Beautiful. Uh, shall we correspond with a coward? Let's uh, yeah, let's do it. This comes to us from our pal Tucker. He says, I know for sure they serve beer in heaven. On account of we did a joke about him being Tucker Max. <laughs> but he's not Tucker Max. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. His first sentence says, I admit that I am the real Tucker Max. Oh, my God. No. Uh, he says, Brave Heroes. Pretty sure the ideal meal started with a choice of bread or chips and salsa and no app. That's. Which is true. Uh, he says, I just specified that the Roadhouse rolls were technically an app since they were eaten first, but since you're allowing me even more food, I might as well indulge in a Blooming Onion as well. Hell oh, wow. yes. So just to recap, Ian's ideal meal was Texas Roadhouse rolls with the good cinnamon butter, three, pound, uh, three pounds of pork ribs, crispy bacon and Brussels sprouts as the side. Uh, dessert was a platter of grandma-made <laughs> red velvet cupcakes with cream cheese icing. We had a lot of fun with the Grandma Cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Tucker says, on the Grandma made red velvet cupcakes, I was in fact referring to my very much living grandma, not your grandma's ashes or corpses, and I don't really have a strong <laughs> dessert preference, but just said that to fill out the meal. I haven't knowingly eaten added sugar since Christmas of 2019 because I've been on a health kick, and those cupcake cakes were the last dessert, the last real dessert I put in my body. Okay. Wait. We got to pause. What? Yeah. What constitutes added sugar? Right. 
is so okay so i'm eating oreos and i'm and i'm dipping them in granulated sugar is that added sugar <laughs> yeah our <laughs> t- putting an extra spoonful of sugar on top of my morning box of fruit loops right is that added I'm, sugar i'm dusting a cake with confectioner's sugar that already has frosting on it is that does that count mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are you talking about, like, getting a Cinnabon and not eating the icing? Is that added sugar? <laughs> uh, what are we talking here? And as an actual side note, last real dessert you put in your body. So what, quote-unquote, fake desserts, Tucker, are you eating then? This we must know. Yeah, this just led to me. And also, Tucker, if you don't have a rippling six-pack, you're yeah. a failure. Yeah, you're Okay, you're whatever you've big done, fat phony. it doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> We say as we struggle to fit into wedding seats. <laughs> yeah, we say we say as I will probably die in twenty years <laughs> from some sort of health related. Uh, Tucker goes on to say, "I would gladly eat another pound of ribs for a quote unquote dessert." LOL. Also, used to love chocolate trifle, layers of chocolate cake, Cool Whip, chocolate pudding, Nestle Crunch bars, and melted down Reese's peanut butter chips. What the fuck? That sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds incredible. That sounds wonderful. I go. Um, Oh, sorry. No, keep going. Oh. I go, I go to school at UNC, and it's a very o- and it's very overhyped as an institution. Food scene is not great either. I can send you menu links to the dining halls if you want to commiserate with me. You could even review the feud each day as a segment. LOL. And wow. We, oh no. D- okay. Slander slander on a university for the first <laughs> time on this podcast. <laughs> hold, hold on. Pins and all of that. But I'm definitely looking forward to meal prepping in an apartment next year. Also, you mentioned my roommate. Ethan stays in the dorm almost 24-7 and plays Overwatch with extreme aggression when he's not reheating heavily spiced Asian and Mexican food. Tucker, we gotta talk about that. Uh, I'm having the time of my life. Joe, ring me out with a kazoo or something. You're collegiate coward, Tucker. Hold on. Okay. Couple things. Most importantly, Tucker, you're in college and you haven't had sugar in three years. This is the only time in your life where you should be consuming garbage i could back then i could eat whatever i wanted and i was still skinny i could hop up you are wasting i would clutch your face yeah. and tell you that you were wasting a precious time go eat all the sugar you can yeah go man. eat everything yeah uh i'm gonna have to agree with my colleague here uh tucker <sighs> i don't know what else to say but go fuck yourself uh <laughs> <laughs> especially especially at college where like dining hall i don't know about your guys dining did you guys my dining hall, because Penn State's Creamery was like our big famous thing, we had multiple gal like you know, at a where you go to an ice cream shop, you reach in with the scooper. Those big, they're like what five, ten gallon. Yeah. We would every single night we would have a minimum of six of those of varying flavors that you could choose from, and it was like a full Sunday station in every dining hall. Yeah, that's and a it was problem. awesome. Yeah, and I and guess what? I was skinny. I yeah. was skinny and I was fine and life was good. Yeah, I, I, Tucker seems to be of a generation that is like, uh, like doing that shit earlier. Uh, if I guess to prepare for the coming Road Warrior apocalypse. So like, yeah. good on you, but <laughs> but have a Sunday. Yeah, and I'm sure when society collapses, Tucker's roving gang of super fit uh, young people will kill m- me and my yeah. family. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> we'll kill our roving, <laughs> our roving troop of mummers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but at least I would have enjoyed, you know, a Sunday. 
Yeah, well, we're, I'm going to die eating this tru- chocolate truffle situation. <laughs> Trifle, excuse me. Johnny, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, that's okay. Things happen. Uh, I, oh, I, when we were talking about college food, the, yes. where I went to school, Virginia Tech, is consistently ranked in, like, the top three schools for, like, uh, like best dining in the country. So, uh, I don't remember why I was bringing that up other than to brag and say that my college food was better than yours. Do, would, would we like to see what we have for the best food colleges in America? Yeah, I bet. I think this year's list, we were number two. You were. Number one, UCLA. UCLA, number t- yeah. Number two, Virginia Tech. Number three, UMass Amherst. Uh, sp- sponsored inclusion, Pace University. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice. We love that. Number four is St. Norbert in De Pere, Wisconsin. California Baptist, St. John Fisher, Bates College, James Madison, University of San Diego, and rounding out the top ten is Muhlenberg College. Now, for my own edification, I'm going to have to see where Michigan ranks. Did you have a positive experience of your dining in college? Um, Mostly. I did hit a stretch where I'm pretty sure the food caused me to have uh, reason to get a colonoscopy. But other than that, (laughs) it was great. Other than the colonoscopy, things were great. Yeah, chicken broccoli bake is the jam. Uh, yeah, I loved my food. My food was really good. Um, people need to lower their standards. You're not better. You're 47, Joe, on this list. Ah, fuck. That's fine. We got an A for That's not bad. campus food. Yeah, in our <clears throat> overall niche. We're, we're on niche.com for anyone who's asking. Niche.com. Uh, my, I mean, my... We're talking like specifically dining hall, right? Not like the small yeah, yeah, yeah. restaurants off the side, because like I those restaurants so. off the side, we had some banger ones. Yeah, but like you mean like the like, hall, in t- like you mean like in town, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about well, no, like you know That's the split. No, 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 like you could go, you could go to a dining hall where it was like all you can eat. You get a tray and you go, or sometimes there would be like a sandwich place outside of the all you can eat area, or like an Asian noodle spot outside. But, oh, you know, of all, all that, all yeah, all that, all that counts. Oh. Then yeah, I fucking loved my campus food. It was great. We had yeah, we had a couple good. The not my dorm, but my buddy's dorm um, had this place in the basement called the Hideaway, which would do like essentially would do like late night drunk food to, I think midnight, let's say. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of like a, a couple places like that that were kind of dotted around the campus, and then certain dining halls had better setups than others. Like the East Quad dining hall was like. A lot of vegan-y kind of stuff, so it, it kind of got a bad rap. Um, yeah, my junior year, they introduced late-night food uh, at one of the dining halls from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. on weeknights. Um, it was all, all; it was basically just all you could eat drunk food. So, like, you could go and it was like fries and mozzarella sticks and chicken tenders yes. and all this stuff. And my buddy and I used to go play basketball at like 9 p.m play until 11 and then drive down to that and then just eat everything that we just burned off it was great it ruled it was the best college really was great tucker yeah eat a goddamn piece of cake and yeah yeah treat yourself buddy and that'd be short thank you for your email keep writing (laughs) spoiler alert he did and we'll get to that later nice great guys 
If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us some five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at GambleFab on Twitter, GambleFab on Instagram. And if you want to send us emails like Tucker did uh, with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, send those to GambleFab at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody.